Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Magical Mouse. It's 2022. It's been a long time since we've done an episode, but we are back. New year, new show. For those of you who may be listening to the Magical Mouse for the first time, my name is Ryan. And every so often, I gather around the table with my wife, Kate, and our good friends, Abe and Whitney, as we share our Disney World journey as Orlando locals here in Florida. We have not done an episode in a long time, although there is some content on our YouTube channel, so feel free to go to MagicalMousePodcast.com and check out all the content that has been released since our last episode. But this week on The Magical Mouse, we gather around a literal fire and just really catch up on our Disney thoughts, the 50th anniversary, run Disney, and so much more. And we talk about it around a fire at our house here in Orlando, Florida. It is a little bit of a rambling session, but it's good to get this off our chest after so many months without a new episode. When we come back, we'll have a more structured approach, but this was fun to just get our Disney thoughts out. If you have any thoughts to share with us, you can find all the contact info at MagicalMousePodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening, and let's have a magical 2022. But this week on Main Street, we sit around the fire and talk about Disney. All right. Well, welcome to 2022. We're outside. There's a fire pit. We are in our backyard. AC just kicked on because it's Florida. It kind of ruins the ambiance. It's cold. Everybody's got jackets. There's a fire. And the AC comes on. <laughs> it's a bit hot inside. It does. Well, welcome to Florida. Where Have we run the heat at all? Not once. Not once. Not this time. Um, it is a warm winter. Um, I love it. Back where we come from, it's getting down in the 20s. Yes. No, Gross. thank you. No, thank you. Well, we're outside. It, it is like, uh, let me tell my watch should know. It's 61 degrees. Uh, and it's... Uh, it's so, welcome to the Magical Mouse. We are going this this week to talk about three different things. 50th anniversary, which, that's how long it's been since we recorded. We... 50 years. It's been 50 years? This is the 50th anniversary of our first episode. <laughs> feel old yet um this is the we went to, we we were on disney world we were at disney world on the 50th october 1st uh 2021 and then we're going to talk about what we've thought about the celebration since we'll also talk about 2022 a little bit what's supposed to open we'll see uh and then we will talk about also run disney which since the last time we recorded two people here uh, have run two different run Disney races. And signed up for a lot more. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Can't stop. Won't stop. So we'll talk about what the experience is of run Disney because that's one of those Disney things that that existed that like pin trading, which you guys also now do. We just never partook in. Or I never understood like how it even works. It's technically the 25th anniversary of run Disney this year. It was. Of the marathon weekend. Mm-hmm. So... Let's start out with the 50th anniversary. So that was October 1st. We were there. 
we were at there's a video on our YouTube channel which you can catch uh, we went um, which go to magicalmousepodcast.com and it'll take you to the YouTube page we were at Epcot Kate and I were at Epcot where there actual was actual festivities you guys yes. late in the day went to Animal Kingdom so we'll start with that was there anything 50th happening that day at Animal Kingdom I mean the statues were out um, so that was kind of fun to walk around and find a mom Again, we went late in the day because, unfortunately, it was on a Friday, so we had to work. So we had to go after work. Um, but the the newest thing that we were kind of hoping to catch that we missed was that kite show. Right, the kite um, tails. Yeah. yeah, and I, I seem to remember, like, we missed the showing that we were aiming for, and then one might have been canceled for technical stuff. Oh, wasn't it, like, super windy? Yeah. That day, like, extra. I, I don't recall. <laughs> um, I think we were just late, but... Might have been. Because we didn't, st- we didn't stay there for very long. And so I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you guys went to Animal Kingdom. You missed Kite Tales because it was late, but you couldn't even yeah. buy merch there. You couldn't even buy 50 of merch. No, there was nothing. I That's mean, I remember we looked, and I was hoping to get those uh, that pin mystery box. Uh, it did. They didn't have it, and they didn't have anything else at Animal Kingdom, which definitely was a disappointment, I thought. But so, other than honestly, like the um, the statues, there wasn't any like huge fiftieth like excitement going on, other than the new show, which we also missed. Which is a bizarre show. We have still haven't seen it, but have you guys seen clips of this thing? No. no. I, I've seen like a few clips. It seems like a mall carnival show. It's very odd. Like there's jet skis and there's kites that are pretty well done. But like the, in order to get the kites to stop, they just crash it into the stands. That's literally like they just, and they, <laughs> in, the, in the show, like it, they just like a lot of times they'll just fall into the water. Like it looks like something out of a mall carnival par- like parking lot carnival. it just feels like they keep trying to fill that space with something they did rivers of light and that didn't last mm. very long the, the problem is they can't do fireworks because the animals mm. uh and so the the thing about animal kingdom i don't know we're gonna, this is a tangent but they don't know what to do with it at night pandora is really about it like this they tried the safari at night which was mixed at best they should just not do anything it's animal kingdom yeah, it's I mean, I think animals. I think you know what it is. It's like, like a daytime, like part. six and seven o'clock. It's time to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it closes early anyway. Yeah. So what are you really missing at that point? So they've been trying to figure out what do we do about shows because there's limited because the animals are there. You there's a little bit of things you can do. I just don't think you need the shows that. in Animal Kingdom. You have you have an entire Magic Kingdom, Epcot, well, the Safari is kind of a show. The Safari is kind of a show, and they do the yeah. tree thing like and the, the birds. Yeah. yeah, they do the birds. They do the up show. Um, yeah. Yeah, the tree thing's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you guys went and there was pretty much nothing. So I was surprised. Yeah, so we park hopped to meet you guys. Yep. Our our experience was, I, I'm a conspiracy theorist on this one because I was assuming, because reservations for all four parks were booked months and months and months out, out. Like it's impossible to have gotten a 50th October 1st reservation any any like within three or four months. Like it was easily three to four months out. Everything was booked. So I assumed... There's going to be festivities at all four parks. It was going to be slam jam to the... Because if you go now on certain days, it, it there's sometimes where it feels like pre-pandemic numbers of amount of people that are in there. Well, I will say when we went to Animal Kingdom, we went on rides and it felt like we didn't wait at all. There was... No. That's a, that's the, that's what I was... Was like... 
like I, I don't understand. There was nobody at the parks, and not even like Magic Kingdom was crowded in the morning, and it was crowded at park hopping time. But even the folks that were at Magic Kingdom, the reports were like it's not that crowded. Like Epcot, we walked on test track in the middle of the day. We Dang. also only had to we waited less than ten minutes in the line to get in the store because they were selling fifty merch. Yeah, Epcot was for that day. They're still selling a little bit, but they were selling I think the just f- whatever was left over. It's yeah, hard to day, find. Honestly. They're selling the they were selling the full lineup of fiftieth merch on the mm-hmm. actual day. So right now, if you go, if you're listening to this and you haven't been in, if you're looking for fiftieth merch. You could only buy it at Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs at the Disney store. You cannot buy it anywhere else. You can buy like little, there's like little random shirts. Like we f- we found shirts at the Contemporary the other day. There's like random things that you can find. But if you're looking for like the full lineup of products, go to the Emporium or go to the Disney store at Disney Springs. So I think that's a little bizarre. Like I don't get, we're going to talk about the 50th celebration overall. But like that whole day. There was nobody at Epcot. Like, we kept going, all right, well, now they're coming. Now they're coming. They were just waiting. Like, we kept telling ourselves, well, now they're coming. It never got crowded. So my conspiracy theory is all eyes on Disney that day is that they only allowed, like, 35% capacity, and that's it. So that they, – because they knew what it would look like. There's no way it was full. There, <laughs> There's just no the, Like, way. they didn't want to be under scrutiny. They would, it's they, way worse numbers. now. Yeah, it is way worse now. There's like, there's no way that they they knew what it would look like because all eyes would be on the fiftieth, and if every park was jam packed full of people where you couldn't move and people were fighting over, like merch, the pictures would be all over social media. Magic Kingdom people were fighting. Yeah, the beginning of the day at Magic Kingdom was a mess. It was a, a mess. A bit rough. But then, like after all those like merch stealers and merch resellers cleared out, Magic Kingdom they say, and and the park hopping time they say Magic Kingdom wasn't bad. So. Which, by the way, if any of the uh, run Disney resellers would like to send me something that yeah. you took 500 of. Right. Thanks. Resellers. Please and thank you. Scalpers. Resellers that were. So the 50th day itself, really it was just a, a half day at Magic Kingdom for you guys. Then we saw Harmonious. What, Animal Kingdom, yeah. What do we think about Harmonious? I love it. Adore it. Yeah, I, I think it's one of my favorite shows at Disney. It's great. It's good. <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. It's not my. F- it's not my favorite, but it's probably my. Fa- well, probably my favorite at Epcot. <laughs> well, my, I've only seen two shows at Epcot. No, three. Did you ever see Epcot Forever? Which one's that? That was the one that when Illuminations ended, it was like yes. this sort of yes, like Walt Disney, nev- like owed almost. It was yeah. It was like a. It was a whole. Wait, we saw that one. That's the one that where we were covered in smoke and in ash. Which uh, is the one where we're covering smoke and ash? No, that that was that's F. harmonious. It was harmonious. No, no, no. Well, okay, so the one right before harmonious. Remember, there was also that weird kite show that we saw, where there was like light up kites in the. That was Disney Forever, wasn't it? Epcot Forever. Epcot Forever, whatever. Yeah, and then there was something <laughs> else after that. It's oh. been Epcot Forever this whole time. Like it was, it, it was illuminations. But sometimes the kites didn't work. There's like Illuminations, there were, yeah. Epcot Forever, and then Harmonious. Okay, well, there was like that show we saw before they released Harmonious that was like everything was covered in ash. Okay, so then that was Epcot Forever. We can post that on the internet, but <laughs> it was awesome. So you could uh, not see two feet in front of you <laughs> because it was so smoky. <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. That 
sounds fantastic. Sounds fantastic. So Epcot, so Harmonious premiered. And at first, like the preview nights, it got like panned. Like if you went on social media, typical social media, it was like, this sucks. All these barges are sitting in the lagoon now and it's not worth it. Like, because the whole argument, like that, there's a big uproar about those barges being there. And first off, disrupting views, right? Like everyone was mad. So they say like they're going to be fountains during the day, which they're, that's not true, by the way. They're, like true. we were there just the other day and yeah. there was no... They the were... Fountain. Okay, I will say, I know we're going to talk about this later, but they were on while we ran our 10K race. They mm. were on. I don't think they were on during the 5K. I don't remember. I don't, I don't think, think they so. were. We but would I'm, have noticed. Yeah. The screens are on. It says Disney World 50 on it. Yes. Like, it all. Those are always on. But the, the fountain... The fountain no. part is not. I feel so, like they only use that for special times. But I will say... That the show itself, I so I watched it fully expecting like this to be weird. It was awesome. Like I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's right along the pantheon of all other Disney nighttime shows. So I would say if you're like, oh, it sucks, go see it first before you make it. Yeah, uh, don't make your thought, opinion, whatever, based off of like the YouTube video. Yeah. Also, it definitely utilizes abstract disney music like a lot of what they use is uh like the lion king music that they use in it is i think from the broadway show it's not from the movie Mm -hmm. and um a lot of movies that you don't think about like a lot of hunchback stuff which is just it was great amazing um a lot of stuff that you don't normally think about so Mm -hmm. I, i think they go a lot um underrated and and uh and not known music for it and i think that maybe that's why a lot of people don't really like it because it's not known Mm. that's true too um it's different well at first i did think that like because when i saw videos of it the water that comes out of the fountains does seem a little bit like all over the place so it's like Mm. here's some screens with like water just splashing all over the place but then when you see it in person, it makes a lot more sense. Isn't that what, um, um, what's that Disneyland show, The Colors? The Wonderful World of Color. Isn't uh, that just a projection on water? Or World of Color. The show used to be called Isn't Wonderful it World just a projection on water from what I remember? Yeah, it is. Yeah. World yeah. of Color is awesome. It actually is really cool. Um, but That's in California Adventure, California right? Adventure, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Harmonious is awesome. I, I haven't heard, it, I've heard a lot of the criticism piped down. I haven't heard anybody complain about it anymore. I think it fits in great. Like, they do a lot of good in the fact like they bring in Disney IP but it's like a unique way like it's not just clips from like it, w- the world of color is just clips from movies like that's oh the, yeah this Straight is up. like there's like puppets of like Coco and like there's like and it's like different but unique animations made it just usually does like a song from an individual movie from the country and then it does the song yeah. in the right co- like there's yes. a the whole Mulan section and they sing it in what would that be Cantonese, Cantonese. And then they switch it into the English tract, and then they do a duet with both languages, and it's oh, really it's cool. So pretty. Yeah. So harmonious was definitely good. The other part of Epcot that with the fiftieth that is probably the best part of the celebration is the new lights on Spaceship Earth. That, oh, I do like that. The fountain being back out front. The fountain. Eve doesn't like it. You don't like that? Okay, explain yourself, because I haven't heard anybody have a complaint about that. I, I I just liked looking at the ball at night, and now it gives me a headache when I look at it. The lights are just too You'd much. You have to for look me. at it at certain times too, because sometimes they get yeah, real active, shows. and then other times and it's like. I look at it, and I'm just like, yeah. I can't look at this. I love that show. I mean, I'm not even a show. I just love the look of it because yeah. it like. I do like it. It refreshed a classic 
and it looks futuristic. Like that's one thing about Epcot. The thing about Epcot is, is that it's still so much under construction. Oof, yeah. That it just feels like a festival booth place to go. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, and the atmosphere of Epcot itself has gone down a lot. Like Ep- Epcot used to be one of my favorite parks to go to because like at night, remember the uh, like the lights, the floor would light up on your way out, mm-hmm. you know, and like there'd be oh, different yeah. patterns. I forgot what those lights are called. No, they're not floor Those lights. were fun. They were uh, uh, like built into the tiles. They're like yeah, fiber yeah. optic yeah, lights. Yeah, fiber optics. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Our kids really liked those. And th- that's gone. You know, the Interventions music that used to play uh, is like iconic. And then there's like, so there was like an Fountain Epcot show. feel to it. Yeah. Like the, the Fountain oh, of Nations. Oh, the Fountain Show, yeah. The Fountain of Nations. Like, and now it's like construction walls and construction walls and like... I'm actually sad that fountain is I mean, gone. it'll eventually right. come so change, but... The addition of that lights to Spaceship Earth, like really... And the new fountain, or the, it's like the old fountain, but you know, the fountain they brought back in front definitely helps oh, right. me like feel like... And there's they put the flags up of all the Epcot lands. Ironically enough, no matter what, we still end up at Epcot all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's just easy. And yeah. that's something to be said for that, I guess. You know what you're getting, you know, when you go. Um, even with Epcot. the construction walls. Um, so, yeah, anyways. It's I'd also the one open latest and all of us work and... That's true. ...have responsibilities. So if you're going to go make a trip all the way to Disney later on in the day, it's better to go somewhere where you can make the most Which, of it. Which, I mean, we went, like, what, last weekend... And it was the first time in so long that we've been to Epcot when an, a festival was not happening. Yes, we went the other day. It was weird. Bizarre. <laughs> it, it was weird. We made the point that like all those normal booths, like the staple booths of the German pretzel booth and the Norwegian beer cart yeah. and the China uh, Chinese uh, the boba tea quick service and the boba tea, like... All those lines and the like Italian ice and the French so wine thing long. and this, that little sushi like mm. uh, yeah kakigori yeah. for whatever reason was just like all the line because people are so the, used to like going to booths or like yep. the you tequila so cave options. was not when we went the it was funnel the, cake booth no that the tequila cave the tequila oh. cave <laughs> the tequila cave was actually not La Cava busy, de Tequila and we actually got right into that but that was the only one that, we didn't have to wait in a line is like a line around the that's true that one usually is a really long line but for whatever reason. That was empty. That, and, the, and that's the another reason the day felt weird. The margarita outside was packed. The margarita stand oh, outside. Oh, that one was super It was just weird. It was weird in and of itself. Like the whole day was The weird. only short line was the funnel cake line. <laughs> the, mor- the, Moroccan, the Moroccan uh, sangria was not oh. long either. I feel like people don't know that's there. So oh, much. you're right. You're right. I pointed. I remember pointing that out. Yeah. Why, why weren't people going there? I think people don't know that exists. Yeah. I didn't know that it would exist until we saw one of our good friends, Lindsay, there getting sangria. And so uh, You're talking about the one on the inside or the outside? Well, it's you can get to go side. on the inside one. Yeah. There's yeah. a to-go line. Yeah. That one. Right. Which is where we always used to go. I don't think it's as well. to like go. Ha ha. Where we, where it was, <laughs> I feel like when we first started going, when I first started going to Epcot, with you, it was always that's the spot that. Well, yeah, because that's the that's like the bar to the uh, that tapas restaurant. Yeah, and you and get just, to go drinks there. I always wanted beer, so they didn't have the beers I liked. Right, sorry. So I went to Germany. <laughs> you know, that's another thing that was long. I saw people coming out of that hidden Germany oh, bratwurst uh, thing uh, in, in the, like, back. In the oh, back. Oh yeah, people well, had we used like to always go to the one hidden Germany thing, which is the it's like a wine the vine cellar, vine vine keller. And it's Nine. got vine, uh, and it's got uh, it's got 
like beers there that I actually like better than the ones that are in the uh, stands outside. So that's where I always go for my my beer. My well, and beers. you always get a break from the heat in the summer because yeah, it's air conditioned. So the I remember when tip. when the uh, when COVID shut things down, that was shut down. Every oh. single time we went to Epcot, we always walked in there and said, "Are you guys open yet?" And it was it was a sign that COVID was coming. The, the COVID Disney that we knew for a while was coming to an end when they finally opened up that that fine Keller. Yeah, one of the cast members, but right before it was like, hopefully, like next week, and everyone was like, "Yay!" So the, let's the fiftieth celebration is eighteen. Right, sorry. Is it no no no? It's eighteen months. So that means October twenty twenty one to April twenty twenty three. So we still have over a year. Uh, the technical most magical celebration on earth. So Interesting. Here's the thing about that. Let's talk about what we think overall. So I was not at Disney in 90, um, 96, I guess it would be, when they turned the birthday cake castle, and it was the 25th. I was not in Disney for the 30th. We had just missed the Epcot 35th celebration when we moved here in 2018 um, because I remember going to the character warehouse at the outlets, and there was a ton of 35th merch. That's where we got the magnets and the hats and everything. So... I have wine glasses that we broke. Yeah. Each one of us accidentally broke one. <laughs> so the only, the only I remember s- drinking out of those. <laughs> the only celebration I went to was in 2005 at Disneyland's 50th, and I don't even really remember much of it, because uh, to me it was just another Disneyland trip. Um, You'd have been what, like 15? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like five. No, younger than that. 13, yeah, five years old. 12, 13 years old. Isn't there a picture? Because you're There's a bebe on your parents' fridge. Yes, there is. So we went to Disneyland's 50th, which. I, I remember the castle being like done up a little bit, but we were only there for like two days and, and I'd been to Disneyland so many times. It was just like, I wasn't looking for anything different. So I've never really experienced a celebration before. I remember Disneyland 60th, the diamond celebration was pre COVID. Mm. It was 2015. It was really well done. The castle was all done up and people talked about like you experienced the 60th. So let's talk about what's offered at, while we're during this 18th month celebration. Cinderella's castle has been repainted and there's a f- there's 50th decorations on the side of it. I love it. At I think it's beautiful. I do too. At every park and resort there are 50th anniversary food offerings. So we were at the Contemporary we ate Chef Mickey's for breakfast the other day right at the quick service there. Uh that the Contempo Cafe was a 50th cupcake, right? Um the, so there are little things like that. There's new uh, there's a new 50th cinnamon roll at Starbucks in Magic Kingdom. So there's little things that which we have not really? sought out yet. Well, that's something we should do. We should do a YouTube video where we seek out some 50th We should. Options. So stay but tuned. We also should do pizza like I said. But the Zaw challenge. Oh, yeah. challenge. COVID Zod. screwed up our Zaw challenge. Zaw challenge. Uh so there are also Mickey and Minnie are deck are decked out in 50th clothes. Which we saw them recently. You and can, they're beautiful in their clothes. Now, it's not called meat now. It's called see. You can now see Mickey again at the uh, Main Street Theater. So, you know, you'll be able to meet Talking Mickey in there. And there's Tinkerbell. They have now allowed it to where you can... And you can see it on the app. It says see Mickey, not meet Mickey, because you're seeing Mickey. You're taking a picture from afar. But you can now see Mickey in his 50th regalia there. Uh, also, there are new nighttime shows that showed up for the 50th. Harmonious is part of it, although Harmonious is here to stay. Disney Enchantment, which is the Magic Kingdom. Kite Tales, like you mentioned. Right. Uh, and then uh, at Hollywood Studios, there's a projection show on the Tower of Terror. Mm. Um, and so that's really, there are also 50th banners everywhere. So every light post has a 50th banner on it. Um, there are like the medals for Run Disney had 50th on there. Uh, for and the, the, shirt, the shirts. And the shirts had 50th. Uh, there's tons of 50th merch. 
uh, that you can buy at Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs. And that's really about it. So what do you, when you guys go to Disney, we'll ask Abe and Whitney first, one of you two. Uh, when you guys go to Disney now, because again, if you're just not listening to us the first time, we're locals, we live in Orlando, we probably go to Disney. It's no not an exaggeration to say on average, if you look at the end of the year, we went at least once a week. That's an average. Sometimes we go three times in a week. Sometimes you go like three weeks without going. At the end of the day, it averages out to the four of us are at Disney at least once a week at the average. So when you guys go, do you feel any 50th? Like like if I put some, I try to put myself in the foot, the feet of tourists, like this is my only trip for two years. Do you feel any 50th, like outside of like visually seeing some banners? Do you guys feel like, oh, I'm only experiencing this for 18 months. Do you feel any of that? Luke has a lot. All right. So I, I don't think I've like been overwhelmed by 50th stuff. Like, the castle being painted and the medallion being draped on it obviously is like a stark visual reminder, but that's only if you're in magic kingdom. But other than that, and other than the statues being the gold statues being placed around each park, I haven't really like gone, you know, crazy with the 50th stuff. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if anything, and the merch disappeared so fast. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. No, I mean, the, the answer, answer is no. <laughs> no. The answer is yes to your no. You agree with my no, is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the new shows are like really cool and fun. And if they're here to stay, then they're not 50th. And we haven't seen Enchantment yet at Magic Kingdom. Because okay. it's such a pain in the butt, <laughs> to be completely honest, to go see the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Unless you're, like, prepared to do that. Whoa. So, <laughs> sorry, the fire that we're sitting at is going crazy. Ryan. Sorry, I'm, I'm very impressed. But, um, so we haven't seen Enchantment yet. Um, I've heard that it doesn't quite live up to uh, the previous fireworks show. But I don't know. I haven't seen it for myself yet, so I don't know. You got some editing to do here, pal. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I tried to keep it going, but it didn't work. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hold on. On a side note, anytime someone says um, enchantment, if anyone plays Dragon Age, <laughs> all I hear inside my mind is enchantment, enchantment. You're the only one that plays <laughs> that, so. <laughs> Okay, well. nerd. So, <laughs> nerd alert. So, there's the enchantment I have not seen. Um, to be cl- to be fair, since the 50th has started, I don't know if I've stepped foot in a Magic Kingdom. Hold on. Don't they have 50th like spring rolls? And we yes. tried them. We didn't. Oh yeah, I we so them. we have because that's how we got involved with Run Disney because our buddy John yes was in you town. You were there too. That's and right. We were there and we were getting the spring rolls and we ran into him at Magic Kingdom and he was like, "Yeah, I was here for the running." And yep, we were like, that "Oh, that'd be fun." That was not the fiftieth one. You said there's fiftieth egg rolls. They weren't there when we were there. Yeah, oh, they were just was, they were just the we two. There, then? What was the Before special? The 50th? We were well, there. yeah, it would have been because it was in July. No, I ate the fiftieth ones with my mom. Yeah. Um, All right, cut t- that whole conversation out because we're wrong. <laughs> TFTI. Um, How much editing do you have to do on this thing? <laughs> Sorry. Oops. It's so been a while. I don't think There's I've I don't while. I don't think I've stepped foot in a Magic Kingdom since before October. I don't think I have. Um, I have. You have. 
Why? Why did I do it without you? You went with the kids and your You're mother. You're right. So I, I did, wasn't there. I so did I have dare not, you, you. So to Whoops. be fair, I haven't seen Magic Kingdom since the 50th. I've been to all three other parks, but I've not been to Magic Kingdom. So the way I look at it is if I'm a tourist and I'm coming because it's Disneyland, it's Disney World's 50th. Because if you remember the announcements before COVID even existed, they went to D23 and they say for the 50th, we're going to have Tron, Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Epcot's new spaceship Earth, like all of these things. None of which exists. Yeah, right. The, 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 the Walt Disney statue at Dreamers Point, which is going to be right outside of Spaceship Earth, which they are mm. still building the statue. They did show an update on that. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, I cannot wait to sit next to Walt. I'm going to kiss him on the mouth. Um, Edit that out. Whoa. Nope, not editing that. Hello. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and so all of these things that, that are still, most some of them are still coming. We're all supposed to be done by the 50th. Uh, I remember I went to the Rise of the Resistance Media Day in mm. December of 2019. So that is literally one month before 2020. Um, and Bob Chapek, who's now the CEO of Disney at the time, he was the head of the parks, was like, here's all these things that is going to open for the 50th. And there was a Tron light cycle you could sit on. And there was all these different things. Like, all these things will be open for the 50th anniversary. There's supposed to be a new DuckTales game to replace the... Uh, Phineas and Ferb game at Epcot. Like, I mean, we're talking like they were laying it all out. And then COVID hit and things changed. But I'm thinking to myself as a visitor, if I'm just a tourist, I do my every three-year trip and I plan it to be the 50th, what's different? And to be honest with you, the picture of the castle will look different. Uh, you'll see a show like Enchantment. You'll be able to buy some merch. You'll be able to buy some merch. But like, I don't think... There's much feeling when, and it's different for locals, obviously. So maybe you do see the castle and you do see the merch. And if you're only there for three or four days, like that's a big impact on you because that's not normally there. But for me as a local, I don't feel anything different. You see the 50th. Now I'm a sucker for 50th merch. Like I love all this stuff. But listen, has anyone seen the gold bag? The 50th gold lounge fly bag that is $300. Listen, listen, listen. So I, I still just, just want the sweatpants that you got. Yes, they're great. I bought a pass holder t-shirt. I bought a Walt partner statue 50 thing. Like, I think the merch is cool. I like it. I like the logo. I like the merch. I it's love that gold bag. It. But why is it $300? Loungefly is insane. My goodness. So I'm going to name drop here. But like my friend... Uh, Lou Mangello and I, WDW Radio, number one Disney World podcast in the world. Um, so my friend, to name drop here, Lou Mangello and I, we were at uh, the House of Mouse Expo, which is a fan-run convention that um, is coming back to Orlando in 2022. We'll talk about that later. We're going to be there next year, by the way. You guys don't know that. Um, but Lou and I were talking, and we were talking about the 50th, and he said that the thing that I wish they would do is offer things that are only going to exist for 18 months so his his argument was like he's like because he was at magic kingdom all day on the actual 50th and he said that there's a part of us that we're hoping that when the nighttime came the lights would all go down and all of a sudden you hear the song and the main street electrical parade just went out like uh and it was like we're bringing this back for 18 months that would be cool that would be really cool there's pictures of when i went when i was like uh how old was like two a baby and there's a ton of pictures of that parade. It is coming back to Disneyland. They're bringing it to Disneyland. But like he was saying, like like because they're leaning into the nostalgia. There's a Disney Vault collection, which I've been buying a ton of stuff from, where they're literally re-releasing merchandise that they had either 
at, during 1971 or during the Welcome Center that was up for a year before on Disney property where you could come to the Welcome Center and buy merch and see a little preview. And during 1970, I bought a T-shirt. We bought a mug. I, I bought them. I bought you a pin. That anytime I see the vault collection, I actually bought a calendar that's upstairs that's old Disney World posters from 1971. Every month is a different poster. Like I am like this vintage stuff they're re-releasing. I'm all about it. So, but, but Lou's point to me was like, I would, that's the only thing I wish they would do is that like, I want to see the Main Street Electrical Parade is back for 18 months. The whatever is back for 18 months and that's it. Where they're really like, there's none of that. Like there's the merch and there's the castle and then there's the signs, but there's no like, there's no, we turn the Plaza restaurant back into this or, or like we changed the, we revamped the whole menu for the 50th. There's none of that. I mean, how much of that do you think is owed to COVID? Like most of it probably? Like I can't imagine that they didn't have huge plans. I do think that the pre-COVID 50th plans and the post-COVID 50th plans are different. Like we're not getting what they had originally planned. I mean, granted there was like, what? Co- well, I mean a year, I guess. Well, also that at this point. That kind of screwed them up a year and a half. If it's going to go till 2023 at this point. That's true. Implement some in there, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, that's, that's what I think is the biggest thing is like, maybe it's different if you're a tourist, if you're, if you're a tourist, let us know. Like if you just come once every few years and you've been at the 50th, does it feel a little bit different? Because you think about that's it, true. we see it all the if time. you're only at one park per day for four days, for three years, you go to the fifth, you go to magic kingdom, you buy the 50th merch that's only sold there. You see the castle, you see enchantment, you go to Epcot, you see the light up, um, uh, spaceship earth. You go and you find two 50th cupcakes. You see Harmonious, which is new <laughs> for the 50th. Then you go to Animal Kingdom and you see Kite Tails. It might feel special. Like that, that's that's a little bit of maybe we're wearing different colored glasses than a tourist would. But I do feel like it's like it, publicly, did anybody here besides me know that there was special 50th cinnamon rolls at Magic Kingdom? Nope. Like there's not a great like obvious, I've got to get in line for this. There's no big long line for blank. You know, like that's the thing we that I wish. We need more iridescent things. Ooh. all the things make it all like way. run disney you guys we'll talk about it in a minute but run disney is celebrating the 50th and it's marathon weekend outside of the 50th. metal well i'm saying like they they implemented the 50th into run disney <coughs> gotcha outside gotcha. of the metal and the t-shirt was there anything that seemed to be any kind of like well we did run disney during the 50th celebration so we got to do blank there was none of that either. I didn't we even notice until Kate pointed out that we had it on the shirts because <laughs> mm. I was wearing the shirt and she was like, oh, look, it's on the shirt. We also can't compare it to before, so I don't. Well, if know. they did something special, they would have let you know. They didn't, yeah, they Probably. didn't bring attention to the 50th no. for sure. Not really. So, like, like for instance, what I would like to see them do because, like, is, is celebrate all 50 years. Is make the shirts iridescent. Like, Lou and I were talking about this. Boom. All 50th, like, all if you celebrate all 50 years, not just 1971. A big staple of Disney parks, especially Disney World, for many years, was McDonald's fry carts. Like, there's so many unused food booths across Disney World that, like, and there's and they still have a deal with McDonald's. There's still the McDonald's on Disney property. Yeah, strike a deal with them. That's a really fancy McDonald's. And bring back McDonald's fry carts for the 50th, 18 months. So you're only gonna be. Able, I remember. I remember. I used to when we visited as a kid. I used to love it because they were the best McDonald's fries at that fry cart. <laughs> like that. What the that waffle fry station in Frontierland used to be a mcdonald's fry cart now it's not even open can i say it those fries are kind of disappointing the waffle fries yeah yeah they're not great they don't know what to do with that station in frontierland they don't know what to do with a lot of stuff which station you know that one in frontierland the waffle fries and it's like past um thunder mountain and it's like it's sort of off to the side it's right across you're almost to pirates and it's like right past 
splash. It's rice. Yeah. Is it rice? Is it okay. splash or thunder? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Every, it used to have like the chicken. And it does feel like every there's like these all these. It's just on you. Yeah, don't it's have anything. Now. I saw three different Animal Kingdom things that are just like barely like the 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 Coca Cola station that's supposed to be like a car wash in Epcot. Where you mm-hmm. get like that's right, like right, there's right, never right. anybody there. It's always closed, like and, and it's like so. It's like why not do things like hey, remember the McDonald's fry carts that were here for a decade? Because I remember as a kid, I would always literally it was the best fries you like. Like I love McDonald's fries, but like there was something different about them at Disney World. They were Man, like I don't remember that. I wouldn't in, know. They were insane. They used to have them at Disneyland too. Bring back like different like Lou and I were talking about. It. Sprinkle it in across like the fifty years. Like what used to be a big staple. Bring it if back. If you're gonna do nostalgia, months. do nostalgia. That's yeah. true. And they don't have any of that. That's that would be cool if they did that. And you can definitely blame COVID, like labor shortage. You got to have the amount of workers you got. But like they just brought back trams and they bring back, like right now they're bringing back things and like we're bringing back trams. And it's like, well, shouldn't have been there the whole time. What were you waiting for? Um, and so like I think I would have liked, I, I don't think it's disappointing necessarily because you understand what's going on. But I do think I wish I would have seen the, if COVID never existed 50th, yeah. what does that look like? The other problem is, and we'll talk about it just now. Let's transition to what we're gonna see in 2022. Is that why maybe we're celebrating it for 18 months because they will do something maybe when COVID, if it ever calms down. I hope so. I mean, that they're right. Maybe I mean because they still have well over a year. So yeah. So then, so let's talk about what's coming and confirmed in 2022. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is going to open. The Festival of the Fantasy Parade will return. Uh, Fantasmic is coming back with new scenes. Moana scenes. Um, supposedly in 2022, the new electric umbrella. So there's a new quick service restaurant to replace electric umbrella, which is about to open. I'm going to look up what it's called. Um, but, um, that's supposed to open in Epcot. Dreamers point, which is post when you leave spaceship earth with the Walt Disney statue, uh, is supposed to open. Um, and then um, Tron. Tron is also supposed to. I open. think I'm most excited about Tron. I think me too. Um, but the problem is after watching Imagineering. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem that Disney needs to figure out. Um, hold on, I'm gonna look this up. Quick service. Uh, Abe, talk about something. So. Oh no. If they get rid of cosmic rays, <laughs> I will not go to Magic Kingdom ever again. By Are the they getting rid of cosmic rays? <laughs> Lies. Oh, how about the Space 2020? Space 220? Yeah, that. Uh, we went there. It was awesome. <laughs> 2020 was a year. Um, it so is. Our son thought we were actually going to space and he started to freak out. Mm. No joke. And I had to be like, it's pretend. And he was like, oh, okay. Bless his heart. <laughs> so it's called Connections Cafe. That's going to be the new quick service to replace Electric Umbrella. And it's going to be very theme similar to the new Creation Shop. The sign is looks the same. It's kind of that, it's kind of that airport gift shop looking uh theme why they claim that's futuristic wait what futuristic means no person there is no futuristic according to disney although i do like i actually have the the i i hate that mouse gear is gone can you be futuristic anymore no i don't think you can um because we're living it yeah uh, like i hate that mouse gear is gone i loved mouse gear but i will say the creation shop is growing on me the more times i go in there the mickey statues it is growing on me a little bit but anyways the point is so also, Tron is not confirmed for 2022. They left <laughs> Disney left it off their what we're looking forward to in 2022 list. Um, but it's been there for so long. That's what, what I was going to say. Here's what Disney has to fix, and and I understand. Um, wonderful. Um, <laughs> it, I understand that um, 
um i understand that like every that covid like every i mean i get it right like it's hard because of labor shortages and steel shortages and like you name it there's a shortage like if you just name it literally name it cornmeal whatever you want to name like there's a shortage i'm sure um but you know they have to figure out the construction part of it because literally walt disney world was announced in 1965 and it opened six years later I feel like Tron's being. This is we're now in the third year of a roller coaster being built. So they were able to build the contemporary, the Polynesian, and Magic Kingdom in six years, but in half that time they haven't been able to open Tron or Cosmic Rewind. So, like they have got to figure out that because I was at first I said, well, it's COVID, but then I thought, well, Universal was op- able to open Velocicoaster real quick, like from the announcement to going. That's a good point. So like I don't know if it's a cost cutting thing. I don't know what it what it actually is. But what they have to, what they have to do is figure out that construction. They've got to open stuff. They've got to get it open in 2022. So, according to D23, their article says this is D23, the official fan club, which we're D23 members now. Yeah. Uh, what we're looking forward to in 2022. So I'll read it off, and you guys let me know what sounds good. Movies. So Disney Plus is going to be re- releasing a lot, including That's the a very I- vague statement. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Okay, wait, hold on. We saw this trailer. We did waiting to start our race last I week and Brian i was this. like wait ice age is a disney movie it is now because it they used to fox. be fox. They oh, fox i was so confused i asked the and same I'm gonna thing go buck wild over this film <laughs> big ice age fans sitting Sorry. around this fire continue um <laughs> confusion so there's a lot of disney movies now like alien is a disney movie now um <laughs> thumbelina is a disney movie because of because of thumbelina fox. Because they bought Fox. Anastasia, uh, I believe, is now. Anas- Ooh, so she is Anastasia is so, princess now. Listen, so, I used to pretend to be Thumbelina when I was a kid. I used to me pretend too. to if be Bartok from Anastasia when I was a kid. So I pretend to be we had a very different child. Listen, if you see me in person, you know why I pretended to be Thumbelina. <laughs> I am the smallest of them all. I You're the smallest of them all. I pretended to be the weird bat. In the <laughs> As an adult, I pretend to be Thumbelina. So... You got Ice Age. Um, everyone's been looking forward to Ice Age of Buck uh, Adventures of Buck Wild, uh, and then also something called Sneakerella. Uh, Sneakerella, a gender flip twist on the Cinderella fairy tale. Uh, you also have Better Nate than Never. I'm, big, I'm excited about that. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's a hybrid live action CG animated adventure. Live wow. action. Yeah. You know who's gonna love that? Who's that? Our daughter. There you go. There's got a She's very into the chipmunks right now. You will also her. see Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted. You Ooh, also see I Ho- am excited. Hocus Pocus 2. Oh. You will also see Pinocchio live action starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto. You will also see um, <laughs> something called Roderick Rules, which I believe might be out now, actually. What is it called? Roderick Rules, maybe? Roderick so You're telling me Rules? Ice Age, the great egg escapade is now <laughs> a Disney movie? <laughs> and Bring Home Scrat? <laughs> Cosmic Scrat Trastophy are <laughs> Disney films. All the classics. <laughs> Cosmic Stract Scrat Trastophy. <laughs> All the classics. <laughs> All those classics. What? Oh. Continue on, Ryan. No, you're telling me, <laughs> Ice Age, No Time for Nuts is <laughs> 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 a Disney film now. <laughs> it's up. Walt would be proud for sure. Um, so on March 11th, uh, Turning Red, the new Pixar movie. With ba- Wait, that's the one about the red pandas, right? Yeah. 
Uh, red is coming straight to Disney Plus. By the way, it's no oh no movies. theater. The new uh, Turning Red. It's the Pixar movie. Where the new Pixar one turns that she turns in, like it's the family curse. She turns into a red panda. Oh, that's what it's called. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that looks on, really good. On June seventeenth, you've got Pix- Disney and Pixar's Lightyear, where it's like kind of the real story of who Buzz Lightyear Happy actually was. Happy birthday to me. Uh, and then Avatar two is supposed to open on December sixteenth. We'll see if that actually happens. Is it like. going to be in three D? Because it's not in three D, then it's not mm. an Avatar movie. Uh, Remember when like. It came out when 3D first started like being a thing, like in theaters. At this point, I feel like it was 1970. We had to drive. It would, f- would screw up our vision. So Chattanooga didn't have it in any of the theaters, and you had to drive. Where did you didn't go? <laughs> I went with a group of people, and I we had to go to like Kennesaw or something, like Kennesaw, Georgia, to be able to see this in like. It's like you're speaking in a different language. Three D huh. <laughs> and like 3D Ultra, whatever. So it was. Um. Yeah. So now, that was 2009, by the way. So it, it will be 13 years later that this Dang. comes out. Uh, you got some some Marvel movies, including the second Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, this summer. Television. Um. There's just a bunch of random ABC shows. Uh. Mm. The Proud Family is coming back for the Proud Family, louder what? and prouder. New. Yeah. You've got Alice's Wonderland Bakery, which we've been seeing a lot about. Um. Then you've got. Uh, this is this is Disney Plus in 2022. Baymax, Star Wars Andor, <gasps> Star Wars Andor, Miss Marvel, High School fact. Musical, the musical, the series season there three. There is another High School Musical thing. Something called Zootopia Plus, Kenobi, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, and Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy Kenobi. Holiday Special this this coming winter. That sounds amazing. Now at Disney Parks, Resorts, and Experience. I have a question. This is where we're gonna go in. What? Does yes, Ice Age, No Room for Nuts <laughs> is a Disney movie. <laughs> yes. Does does Kenobi, is that is that Ewan McGregor? That is Ewan McGregor. Is, is. is he going to sing? It is a four-episode series. Can Ooh. he sing? Can it be a Moulin Rouge Star Wars mash, please? I think Moulin Rouge might be a Disney movie. Now look it up. So after so here's here's where here's where it comes where the Disney parks, resorts, and experiences. So here's what we're gonna talk about. What are we most excited about? You didn't about. answer my question. Is he gonna sing? Yes. I did say yes. So <laughs> here it is. Here's what people can expect at the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resorts. Are you ready? First, yes. Hey Disney is set to debut in twenty twenty two, utilizing Alexa technology in the Disney Resort. So Alexa? If you look inside let me let our dog in switch. Luke has Shut. a lot to say about this. Wait, so it's gonna be like so this um, this is is new to the Disney resorts. It's instead of saying "Hey Alexa," you say "Hey Disney." So I'll show you guys what it looks like. This will be in every one of the resorts, and basically it's going to be like a virtual. So they're basically because if you go to a Disney resort, they they are updating some, but a lot of the in room things haven't really been changed since God knows when. So this this Hey Disney is what it's called is utilizing electric, uh, Alexa technology. Hey Disney brings Disney characters and stories to life in magical new ways to make guest stays at Disney Resort hotels even more convenient. Along with Hey Disney, guests will, at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort will be able to use the next generation of Magic Band, Magic Band Plus, which is that. And have you noticed this I is the first this is the first time that Magic Bands are coming to Disneyland. They've only been Disney World, but um, they are coming to Disneyland as well. So now now Magic Bands will They be haven't too. had them? They've now never had Magic Bands. It's been a Disney World exclusive thing oh. since they existed. 
I don't think I knew that. So stay tuned for more details on how Magic Plan Plus will work. Over at Walt Disney World Resort, the fun will be in full swing as they will continue. It will be the continuation of the world's most magical celebration, honoring the 50th anniversary. If you're up for some intergalactic fun, on March 1st, 2022, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will open. The Halcyon is what that's called. Happy birthday to me. March 1st, 2022. <laughs> As part of the historic transformation of Epcot, the first Otherworld Showcase Pavilion will open. Uh, so this they're actually calling it a pavilion. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, ride, but they're saying it's a, it's a Otherworld Showcase Pavilion will open, giving you insight into the treasures of the planet Xandar. It's a Disney coaster that has a reverse launch. What's Xandar? It, it's a planet. It's a planet. In the movie. It opens summer 2022, so that is this summer. (laughs) Yay! In 2021, Disneyland Resort not only reopened, which a lot of people forget that. It took a year for Disneyland to reopen. But the first ever superhero-themed land um, opened, the Avengers Campus. In 2022, even more magic will return, including the Main Street Electrical Parade at Disneyland, which will light up for the first time for that parade's 50th anniversary. So that parade, because it opened with Disney World, is 50 years old. Fantasmic, World of Color, and Disneyland Forever Fireworks will return. Uh, if all that news is making you hungry, Disney California will have a new festival called the Lunar New Year and Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. I'm into it. The yeah, Lunar New Year, cool. will, the Lunar New Year will actually start this month on the 21st and go through February 13th. And the food and wine at Disney California will start March 4th and go through April 26th. Oh, weird. Another exciting thing for Disney Parks, Resorts, and Experiences is that on June 9th of this year, the Disney Wish will have its first maiden voyage, the new ship for the Disney Cruise Line. And Disneyland Paris on March 6th will begin its 30th anniversary celebration. And oh, no. Well, we need to go. That's like and is it a couple it days before my birthday. Yes. And it will open their version of Avengers Campus later that summer. Oh, wow. Hong Kong Disneyland will have a new nighttime spectacular, which the new castle that just reopened at Hong Kong Disneyland will have a canvas of light and sound tokyo disney will have a new hotel toy story hotel uh it'll be a moderate type and then in disney 2022 for disney publishing we'll have new disney parks books including the newest in the kingdom keepers series okay uh get into those it this one it'll be living in the in the epcot of walt disney's imagination so this book has the people that the characters living in if walt was able to open his city of epcot Uh, meanwhile shinji takahashi and the mark of the kotal is the first book in a middle grade series opening up uh, uh which will be setting take place in the disney parks um universe so there's a couple things missing from that right no mention of dreamer's point which is Walt Disney statue. No mention of Tron. Right. No ah, mention. Boo. No mention of of the uh, the play pavilion, which is that weird AR VR mm. thing that's opening up in um, in uh, or they, at least they claim they're still building an Epcot. So there's a lot of stuff missing from the official announcement. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That means they're not confident that they can do that. So I think of all the things I just named, I just named a lot there. Let's go Disney parks. Um, let's go Disney World, I guess. So you have really the Magic Band Plus, the Alexa at the Disney Resorts, um, the continuation of the 50th anniversary, and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. What is What excites you the most out of that list? Because that's not a lot. The bands. Magic Band Plus. Yeah. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess. Yeah, see. None of that's And really the Halcyon, that Star, Halcyon Star Cruiser as well. I mean, um, but when are we going to cool do that? If that was realistic <laughs> for me. Right. It's not, so, so here's the problem with the Halcyon. Let's talk about that really quick. The what? The, the Halcyon. It's, it's the, Star the, uh, That's the Star name Wars of the ship. Hotel. That's the name of the ship. Gotcha. So the Halcyon, at first, 
Disney was like, oh, heck yeah, because all of the bookings sold out for the first six months. Uh, our friends, Becky Mankin, who runs Mouse Fan Travel free, uh, free, uh, Travel Agency, and Lou from WDW Radio are going on the maiden voyage on March 1st. Um, well, here's the Wait, problem. this is all happening like around my birthday? March 1st. Why? Kate, you could have gone on a Star Wars vacation for your birthday. Why did you say no? So here's the problem with that. <laughs> they have a 90-day cancellation policy where if you want a full refund, you've got to cancel 90 days out. Yikes. So once we hit that 90-day mark for March 1st, which puts us in December, and then you start thinking about April 1st, that goes to January, and then so on and so on, over half of them have been canceled. Oh. So Disney is resorting to paid social media ads. Chances are open up Instagram or Twitter, and you'll see a paid ad. Hey, Disney, I don't know a lot about Star Wars, but if you want to send me on this voyage for my birthday, if you're listening. I will talk all about it. I will. Also, I will. That's a lot. I will promote what, everything. Do we know why they're canceling them. Well, COVID. COVID. It's ex- no. It's expensive, sure. but I think people jumped on it just so they can like actually go. And there's a there's a bunch of different reasons, right? People jumped on it thinking they want to just in case they want to go, they want to jump on it because it's here's the thing that the, the Halcyon. You have to know about the Halcyon if you're listening to this. It is a cruise. It is not a hotel. It is a two day experience in which you get an itinerary. They literally treat it as a cruise. You park it. You park at in a parking lot. They take you to space, quote unquote, and then you do not leave that experience. You, the only place you go outside of the Halcyon, the Star Cruiser, is Batu. That's it. And when you're there, you experience something different. The reason why they're rolling out Magic Band Plus in 2022 around the time of the Halcyon is because when you go to Batu, your Magic Band Plus will be collecting your data, how you flew the, uh, the Millennium Falcon, what you ate, what you blah, 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 blah. So when you get back to the hotel, the, the cast members that are in character are reacting to what you did at Batu. So like, if you were really crappy at flying the Millennium Falcon, they're going to be like, Definitely don't get in a ship with that guy because they're going to be able to read your Magic Band Plus. Which is don't everyone. look at us. <laughs> Who's good at it? So who can also, be what good if at I'm that? just like, you know what? I'm going off the grid and I just go to Toy Story Land. What are they going to do about it? That's the part of that I don't think I mentioned. So I think a lot of people oh. booked just in case they wanted to go. And then when the money was actually due fully and they could not get a full. Because once you get past 90 days, you can only get a half refund. Right. And once you get within 30 days, you don't get a refund at all. And so... Uh, people started canceling because they were like, "Well, you know, we c- either we can't go, or I'm actually not, not interested really in it." A Disney vacation, right? It, it's 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 w- when you look at the money itself, it's not actually that bad. Because here's the thing: you get two days to Hollywood Studios, which nowadays for a family of four is eight hundred dollars for two days at Animal at, at Hollywood Studios. Right. Two, all your meals are included. So Disney meals are expensive. So the idea that three meals a day are included. Two, your hotel stay is included. So Disney hotels are expensive. Disney food is expensive and Disney tickets are expensive. So all of that is included in the price. So it's actually not horrible when you put it that way. The problem is, is like Abe actually pointed that out. Think about it. It's only a two-day experience. So if you want to go to Disney World for five days, you're basically paying five days at Disney World for two days. So then then if you want to bring your whole family and you want to stay for longer than two days, then you've got to go pay to check into All-Star Movies, which is another several thousand dollars. And then the food, which is another several... At least with a Disney cruise, it's four, three, seven days. And it's the whole time. It's as your whole vacation. A two-day trip to Disney World is not a lot, but you're paying for about five days worth at Disney World. And so that's when it becomes a problem. And then also, too, the marketing has been horrible. People don't know what it is. If I told you guys, you three, you're you're not like me where you pay attention to Star Wars. If I told you, do you know what you do on the Star Wars hotel experience? What would you say? 
I would say, have you ever played The Sims? No. Where the expansion, the Star Wars expansion came out and you get to go to Batuu as a vacation world. It's like that. You can't go to the rest of Disney, mm-hmm. but you can go to Batuu. Batu, Batu. How do you say it? Yes. It doesn't matter. It's both. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> That's yeah. what I say to Green. that. That's what, what I say. That's what I say. Well, so a lot of people don't know what it is. They think it's a hotel. They don't understand. It's like, wait, why am I paying? Several? That's why that was the that was my answer because I don't know anything about it. it yeah, exactly. <laughs> people don't know what it is, and the marketing. Would has been I horrible. know even if they did market it a bunch? That's the real question. Well, like until Would I said I? that, until I said that, did you guys know meals were included? Well, I didn't know meals were included. The only thing that I knew about it was that it was uh like integrative thing. That's yeah. it. So like I knew you were staying in a cabin. Yes. on the star cruiser and that was your two-day thing but i didn't know if it was just like you know um i guess how much they were uh giving into it at the at the time right so that's the thing the only marketing that was released really officially mass marketing was this weird video on the Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. I remember I, that. Actually, it was the holiday celebration. It was the holiday episode. And it was this weird guy that stars in like the Goldbergs on ABC. Yeah. Where he's like apparently an adult, but he looks like he's 12 years old. And he shows up and they're like, welcome to the Halcyon. And then the singer sings a song. Oh, yeah, I don't remember this. And then that's it. Like, that's it. They actually deleted the video oh. after they released it because it was really panned. Because they were like, what is this? I mean, I know because I host a Star Wars podcast, we host a Disney podcast, that there's a bar, that there's an itinerary that you can pick and choose from. You can go to Jedi training. I also know that they're going to do like on a cruise where they do like sort of the the spiel at the beginning on like what happens if we start to crash or whatever. I don't know what that's called, but you guys have been on a cruise. Safety training, basically. They they do that. Like they're pretending like it's like if we just, if we get in a war, did you guys know that you could be on the Halcyon and all of a sudden the First Order attacks? And then you, you look outside your window and there's TIE fighters and it starts shaking. There's all sorts of cool things about this that nobody knows because they're marketing it very strange. They're, they focused a lot on this weird retractable lightsaber that they've been able to make, and they focused on this weird singing video of this lady singing in the bar, and that's it. And so people don't know what they're getting into. Well, I guess like either you're really into Star Wars and you're just going to do it because you're excited, right? or you're not into Star Wars and then what's the point? I mean, like... And again, I'm I'm into Star Wars, but I just I wrote it off because I'm like, there's no way. First off, I'm not going to afford it. Second off, I'm not going to get in. So why why even bother like entertaining the idea of what this is? I mean, at least that's where I come from. I mean, I don't really spend a lot of time on things that I don't really get a lot from. So like, I'm just not going to I'm not looking into it because there's no point. And and if it's that expensive, it's a cruise. There's a, and we, you know, I think you and I have said this on the Star Wars podcast before, but you see more people in Star Wars shirts now than you ever have. Yeah. But don't really know. I, I had somebody at work who's like, man, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I've always loved that 2D2R2, man. And it's like, you yeah. are not a Star Wars fan, and that's that's okay. You don't have to pretend you yeah. are. There, um, there was yeah. a, um, there's a Circle K by our house, and I went and bought a drink, uh, like a, you know, a Coke or whatever. And the uh, I have a BB-8 debit card from Chase, and the guy goes, "Oh, I love Star Wars," and he's like, "That's a cool debit card." He goes, "My favorite." He goes, "3CPO," <laughs> and I'm like, 
Yeah, man, for sure. You know, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like casual, st- even casual Star Wars fans. The thing is, like, I think this experience would be cool for even non-Star Wars fans because you're. It's a lot like Space Two Twenty. You're going to space. Space Two Twenty was awesome. It is like a true Disney innovative experience that you could only experience at Disney, just like Galaxy's Edges. Listen, The Sims expansion. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have to buy it. You don't have to buy every Sims expansion. But it's actually pretty cool. It, it. I mean, you're not a Star Wars fan. No, I don't. know. You like going to Galaxy's that. Edge. I mean, like it's. Yeah, it's cool. It's so there's there's they're just not marketing it right, and also like you said with the price, with it only being two days, if I'm gonna pay Disney Cruise prices, I'm gonna go on an actual Disney Cruise. Like that's the thing. Like it's like they've lost the local aspect of it because we're local, so it's like, why isn't there a cheaper option where you don't actually go to Batu? You just stay on the Halcyon and you dr- and you go to the bar and you eat the food and you you do the activities and you do the Jedi training and it, like why isn't there a cheaper version where you're not allowed to go to Batu or you can go to Batu but you don't have to pay for the tickets because you have an annual pass. Like if you have an annual pass, you're paying for eight hundred dollars worth of tickets at Hollywood Studios when you don't need to. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. There's not options. Yeah, it's this or nothing. I- exactly. Yeah. And Here's the here's their fix. So we'll talk about fixes that they can do because I think people are realizing like it is the same price as a four day Disney cruise, but for two days, and you're not actually going anywhere. Like you're going to fake space, not real space. The, what? The easy fix to me is like you said, Abe. The options. If you're a Florida resident, like there are discounts for Disney cruises. If you're an annual pass holder, there are discounts for Disney cruises. But even but even a Dis- Disney cruise has like you said a seven day option, a five day option, a four day option. option, like or whatever. Yeah. There's options. So if I'm uh, if I'm a once, uh, oh if I'm a once a five day if I'm a once a five year trip and I'm because what you have to basically do is choose do I do my once a five year trip where we go to all four parks we get park hoppers we do this, or do I do this Halcyon thing which is the same price but it's only two days. What they need to be able to do is go if you go to the Halcyon and you buy a five day park hopper. You know those two days the first two days are at Hollywood Studios because you're on the Halcyon. But then for no extra charge, you then move to Pop Century. And then you have your three days left of the park hopper and you go to Pop Century. You got to pay for your own meals. But like that's not that bad of a price. It's like you basically are paying for a five-night stay, three nights at Pop Century, two nights on the Halcyon. The first two days you go to Hollywood Studios only. And the next th- like there has to be more of a package. But instead, you're paying $6,000 for two days. And then if you want to go for more, you've then got to spend another 3000 where there's no option there's no flexibility it's like these two days and that's what they've got to figure out and i think it's what they're doing and becky and i talked about this on the force cast my other podcast what they're doing is smart it's innovative like this is what disney does they no one's ever had this kind of experience before like universal is going to copy it they are going to make it to where you can go stay at hogwarts castle for two days and you get to do, like be a student at hogwarts like Ooh, this that is, would be really this cool. is the future of theme parks like this is the future but you've got to offer flexibility because right now it's like you get these two days this is exactly what you're doing period and then the marketing has got to get better because everyone just thinks it's a star wars hotel and they're like that's too expensive i'll just stay at the best western down the street it's like no no no. you're actually paying for a cruise but nobody knows that and so they've got to change things up and i think they will also the influencers haven't got in there yet haven't done the live video to go oh that looks cool so there's a lot of people that have influence influences over their audiences that have not got eyes on I'm telling thing. you Disney I'll do it for you yeah. I will appeal to the non Star Wars people right yeah and I'll appeal to you know 
the people that don't have fans on Instagram or Facebook. You also, know, I'm one of those people. And the people <laughs> that so like Ice Age. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the future of theme parks is like you'll be able to go and stay uh, during Ice Age, No Room for Nuts. Like during that one scene, you'll be able to to go there. Like that, but that is the future of theme parks. Is like Universal. If this is successful, will copy it in some form. What's their most popular IP at their park is Harry Potter, right? Jurassic. Um, Jurassic. I mean, that's like they they will start doing these themed experiences because I mean. VR has become very popular. Escape rooms are very popular. They're very themed experiences. So themed experiences, what's the next level outside of an attraction or outside of that? Living it. It's living it. On and a side note, Disney should make some Disney-themed escape rooms because oh I would totally that's, do that's that. That's what should replace Disney Quest. That would be yes. so cool. AKA, AKA the, the NBA experience that should yes. never open. That sh- that's that in that big space oh, should be come Disney. Come on. That my would be gosh, Disney amazing. escape rooms. Ugh, they'd be booked Twenty first. Oh seven. my goodness! Yes. So Halcyon's coming in twenty twenty two. The thing I'm most excited about, I think, is hopefully, and we talked about this last year. We did twenty twenty one goals, and then COVID never went away. Mm. Um, is a little bit of normalcy. Like I want to feel like the pandemic didn't exist, mm. and I, you know, Disney's going to be safe as they should, and everybody should do their own thing, and they should get, you know, everyone here is vaccinated, you know. Um, and we actually had Omicron, and so like we're, you know, extra, like you know, whatever. Or Delta. But we had something. It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying, some one of us had Delta. I wonder who that was. Um, but Classic. So we, so like like I, Disney should should obviously respect the pandemic and and obviously not be risky or don't be unsafe. But like the idea that it's like we feel a little bit back to normal and the construction walls start to come down and the and the like the all of the restaurants are open, all the resorts are open. Uh, I hope that that honestly, out of above Cosmic Rewind and Tron and the Halcyon and all these things that will open, that's what I'm looking most forward to. Did we check off anything on the 2020 list? By the way, 2021 list. Go to Disney more, which Our we goals? went to probably more in 2021 <laughs> than 2020. Half the year it wasn't no, even open sure. in 2020. Yeah, so so we went more in 20. That's one. Ding ding ding. Um, <laughs> we did uh, 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 Fort Wilderness, which we. We did the cabin, right? We did the cabin. Yeah, we did the cabin. Don't get me started on that. There was a reason why we couldn't do the camping. It wasn't available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the cabin was cheap. It was a super, super cheap price. I will say Fort Wilderness, if you're a Florida resident, just keep your eye out because they got some great deals. And and it's fun. It's such a blast. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, We're not going to do a challenge list but or like a a thing list, but but we'll start. We'll we'll go around the circle. Abe, Abe, what are you like? What are you looking forward most to do at Disney World in 2022? Um, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think that I have any of the new things. I mean, like Guardians of the Galaxy would definitely be the thing that I. But uh, you know, uh, and again, this is probably just my nature. But like new things kind of scare me. They always have, like, in the sense that it's just like, well, it's, it's not gonna be worth it. It's not even gonna be fun. Honestly, the the only time I've enjoyed Rise of the Resistance was when we went the other night. Because every single time I've done Rise of Resistance before that, there's been so much buildup to it that I, by the time I get on it, I'm just stressed out and I'm over it and I'm not, it's not fun anymore. Last night we decided to do it and it was just kind of a last minute decision and the line happened to only be 25 minutes. It was awesome. It was, it, it, was, was, it was great. It was definitely the best time. But that's what I'm, that's what I think when I think of um, um, the Star Cruiser and that's what I think of when I think of guardians of galaxy it's just like well um you know that'll be fun in 2023 when it's finally like 
oh, worth going to. I'm glad to. you guys mentioned that. You mentioned the last point piece on the Star Cruiser. In an effort to try to get more people to do it, you can now use DVC points to stay at the Star Cruiser. Oh, okay. But, but it's like a bajillion it's a lot of points. points. So anyways, um, but yeah, you know what? You know what? We uh, I wasn't meant to bring this up. Talking about in 2022 and feeling normal. What we talk about all the time, the four of us, and I think even even people that come on vacation, we're not just talking about locals. The spontaneity of Disney has disappeared a little bit. You have to have a park reservation. Genie Plus is now really like there's no such thing as fast pass anymore. It's Lightning Lane, which none of us have even used Genie regular, let alone Genie Plus. Uh, and Genie Plus has not been reviewed well. We should use the Genie one day and let everybody know what we think about it as a Florida local. Let's put that on our 2022 checklist. <laughs> yeah. Along with the Zaw, Zaw Challenge. Zaw Challenge. Challenge. to Paris, Beijing, Tokyo, Shanghai. and Hong Kong all in one trip. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so. so <laughs> One park in California. The, the most regular Disney that it's felt, like the most spontaneity Disney, as I call it, which is, is letting the magic come to you. Because I do think there is... Even even people that visit it, you just don't know. Like back in the day, you went to Disney. I mean, we used to vacation at Disney before we lived in Florida. Kind of the other day. Are you talking about the other day? Yeah. So like we went there, and we showed up at Hollywood. Well, you guys showed up. We were at Hollywood Studios for like four hours. We got there around four o'clock. But at four o'clock, and the park closed at nine. From four to nine, with no pre-existing reservations. None whatsoever. We did these things from and on a weekend. It was a Saturday. On a Saturday. Of Marathon Weekend. Of Marathon yeah. Weekend. From from the time of 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., we did Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, Rise of the Resistance, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Character Dining at Hollywood and Vine, Ogus Cantina, uh, and that was it, right? And the fireworks. And fireworks. No, we didn't see the fireworks. They were in the distance. We saw uh, them. We saw them just, from afar. But we did those. What like did we do? But we did something else. We There was one more thing that we, we did. We went home and we watched Ice Age No Room for Nuts yes. on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, we took a picture in front of the uh, dinosaur. <laughs> same thing. Fireworks. Oh, yeah. The, it was Gertie. Gertie, that. fireworks, same thing. I feel like um, we did something else, We stood in that line at Brown Derby. Yeah, I got, we got a, we got, I we got anyway, a, I got, got a 50th, yelled at. I got a 50th cocktail. Yeah. Um, it was so, worth it. But think though. about it. For five hours, we did three e-ticket attractions. We did Rise of the Resistance with standby queue. We did Mickey and Minnie standby queue. We did a Smuggler's Run standby queue. We got into Ogas with no reservation. I got us a Hollywood and Vine character dining reservation. That's good. Um, and we did all of that in five hours. Like that's like the things to we didn't do Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller and that's with Rock and Roller being Roller Coaster being closed, which means that's I a also pe- would not have written. But that's a people the, eater, the, not open. And also the thing about it is, is we we didn't want. It, I mean, we did exactly what we wanted to do. There yeah. was no talk of going to go to uh, Aerosmith because we never. It wasn't even on our minds. We did what we wanted to do, and that's again with a five hour day. And I just I think that those are the I think I agree with you, Ryan. Those are the things that I look forward to in 2022 is the days where it's just like, eh, let's see what happens. And and you know, that was how I did Disney when when Fast Pass was a thing. Yeah, you would go, you'd just be like, ah, we'll see what happens. We got Fast Passes for Mine Train and whatever, and we'll just see what happens. But um, I mean, the thing about the Disney back then too was you woke up you went on and looked at what the rides were and that's how you decided what park you were going to go yep. to. Yeah. You you didn't have to decide your park ahead of time. That's true. And that was kind of like, oh, this park looks not busy. Let's go there. Yeah, that's what so I So that was a little bit to. different too. Those kind of trips. 
And I will say we have not we have very seldomly have we had an issue actually getting a reservation. There's a lot of hoopla. That's true. A lot of times you can get same day reservations pretty easily. There's a lot of hoopla. Right I don't know what summer looks like, but there's a lot of hoopla around the reservation system because it is here to stay. It's here to stay for Disneyland. It's here to stay for Disney World. Um, like no matter what, that's here to stay as of now. Um, but there's been a seldom a time where we haven't been able to get into a park that we want. It's just. You know, there is something. Let's go jump on this. We've been even been able to park hop. We went and parked it. We took the Skyliner to Epcot the other day, bought a couple things, and, and, and Skylinered back. So I'm looking forward to feeling a bit normal at Disney because that's, you know, that's how we gauge our normal normal life. It's like Disney's closed. That that was the weirdest part. We just got to get that. used to the new normal. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it. it Which is crazy because we've been saying that since like what, September 2020? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> now here we are, 2022. So, um, when you I feel like it keeps changing though. In 2022, what are you like looking forward to either doing or experiencing or trying? I mean, I think honestly, I'm on the same track. And, and, you know, maybe that's like us protecting ourselves <laughs> as far as like what our <laughs> expectations are. But like, I want to do Guardians of the Galaxy because it sounds absolutely insane. And I, I want to do it. And I, we will do it. I mean, who are we kidding? We're, g- I mean, unless it opens like, December fifteenth of twenty twenty two. Then no, maybe we're we gonna do. do we're gonna do Guardians for and sure. And I bet yeah. I'm gonna love it. I mean, I love that f- movie. I've never seen it. Oh, Kate, you would love it. It's well, just a it's a wild ride, and it's gonna be a wild ride. Let's <laughs> just say that. But um, but it would be the thing that I would as far as the new stuff. It's by far the thing I'm looking. I think to I agree most. with you, and I think that like. I I think there is still a little bit of stress as far as um uh like like picking out a a day for reservations like oh I hope this park is available yeah. and maybe like as we go and they increase um uh capacity you know maybe as 2022 moves on even though covid is a uh, is crazy right now but but the ease at which I'm hoping we can get reservations is kind of uh, maybe moving us towards normality. Uh, yeah, and as I far think, as I can think of it. I I mean, Ryan's trying to burn us alive. I think the one thing that you, you know, the one thing that's been cool about this reservation system is that in the midst of not having fast passes, you can still go and do have a day like the one we had. Yeah, for because sure. Because it isn't like so slam packed that you're just like I, I can't even like there's there were days where i've got, been to disney where i'm just like you know what there's no point in being here yeah well, it's like when we went to Epcot, like what last two weeks two weekends ago i mean we didn't do anything and there was no festival going on but we got on living with the land in under five minutes and that was the only thing we did but we didn't wait and i think soren when we got off was like 20 minutes or and something. we watched the fireworks and we watched the fireworks i'm but looking forward to as both an ice age and a disney parks fan <laughs> going to the parks and just going buck wild <laughs> yes okay well anyway you and me both. <laughs> we're promoting <laughs> just ice age real hard two buck wild boys <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> buck wild in it right there nope <laughs> Um, so, okay, what, what are you looking forward to 2022? You know, I'm also, I'm sure you agree with 2022 me. 2022 is this year. Crazy right. roller coaster, yes. right? Yes, this year. The, boom, the springtime challenge. Yes. Absolutely. What is that? 
That's what I'm looking for. Run Disney. Where yeah. we may run die. Disney. I don't like if I, I don't, if I don't know where Run Disney is, I don't know what Springtime Challenge is. Explain. You it didn't even let me finish. Oh. Jeez, Ryan. <laughs> no room for nuts over here. <laughs> Doesn't sound very buck wild. <laughs> Anyways, there's not much we know about it either because it is a surprise. surprise. Okay. That's why it's called Springtime Surprise. We don't even know what the medals look like. All we know is Thursday night, nighttime, which is kind of exciting. That is super exciting. Is a 5K in Animal Kingdom that's a scavenger hunt. That is so exciting. Why are you laughing about it? Just, just. I don't know what you're going to scavenge for. There's no nuts. <laughs> no room. So we no can't. Room for nuts. We can't. You guys are the buck wild ones, not us. Yep. And then on our. On Saturday is a Remy's Ratatouille 10K. We don't know anything about. And then on Sunday is a 10 miler that is Twilight Zone Tower of Terror themed. Look forward to our costumes because yeah. we are very excited about them. Yeah. Not going to give anything away. You're going to have to follow us on Instagram to find out. Coffee runs. Coffee runs. Yeah, so stay tuned. So let's talk about um, my yeah. The thing I'm excited for is just getting to Disney parks. I'm excited about the I'm excited about the art festival because that was mm. that was one I'm of the very last. Excited that's about. one of the last things that we did uh, pre-COVID. So it's gonna um, you know because to be back like what today this weekend. It will be back uh, now. Yeah, this weekend just started. Um, the thirteenth, I believe. Yeah, so whatever when it's fifteenth, the fifteenth maybe it's this weekend. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. So let's talk about, um, run Disney really quick, just a re- quick mm-hmm. recap. In the next episode, you guys can do a whole segment about it, Okay. but you have gotten into run Disney. You've now done two races. Yeah. Um, I w- you know, the easy thing is to say the floor is yours, but the floor is yours. What has your experience been like with run Disney? What have you done and what has it been like? And, and what have you learned? I guess. So to we get more sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have accomplished the wine and dine 5k. And we last weekend just did the marathon weekend 10K. Uh, So those were the two races that we have participated in so far. Which let me say, the 10K is when people get serious. Yeah. So the 5K is what? 3.1 miles. Mm -hmm. And so we signed up for that back in July because uh, word of advice, if you're trying to sign up for a uh, run Disney event, uh, that's one of those things where we both were online like what 15 20 minutes before yep the sign up time and we were both on like two different computers and whoever got on first with the least is, amount of sign which up which is always Whitney by the way I don't know how they always choose her but they always choose her I don't her. know maybe I always have way more my location but I don't know whatever it was <laughs> somehow we got lucky enough to get into the races we wanted Yes. But uh, so we started training back in July. And uh, so we've slowly been moving up our experiences. <laughs> so we started with the 5K Wine and Dine, which was super fun. It was all villain themed. That was really um, fun. Yeah. So our 5K race was uh, the evil queen from Snow White. Mm-hmm. And um, they that was all through Epcot. Uh, so you start in the Epcot parking lot, you end in the Epcot parking lot 
and there's uh, character uh, picture options all throughout the park and they're super rare and <laughs> it was raining and cold the day we uh, went on our 5k we, we had trash <laughs> that we were trying to keep warm and not knowing anything about running <laughs> So if anybody has any advice about running, please let us know please. because we didn't know Jack oh my goodness. when we started this in November. <laughs> what are the best running shoes? We need to know. I, I, I know that. Preferably like Nike brand. W- so we've been Nike girls. Yes. But I know that Brooks are a big thing and I know that uh, Hoka or Hookah. I don't know how you spell it. I'm I don't pretty know sure it's so. Hoka. Anyway, is the other brand that I know of. So we've been trying to like get into that and... We have our little, you know, goo gels and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, we're we're full, we're full into running uh, culture at this point. We've gotten up to eight miles. Yeah, accidentally. Accidentally. So we have been training. So we did the 10K last mm-hmm. weekend, Marathon Weekend, which was the 25th, I believe, anniversary of the Disney Marathon, which is pretty cool. That is really cool. Although talking about, you know, the, the 50th, anniversary with disney with this being the 25th anniversary of the actually i think it is the 25th anniversary of the half marathon not not the full yeah yeah yeah. but either way they didn't announce that no not really i was kind of surprised like at the expo um mm-hmm. where you pick up your your gear and everything nobody said anything about it being an anniversary for run disney we only knew about it from when the day of like that yeah. morning yeah somebody said it and the we announcer were like, no way it might have been, and and so. what's kind of cool is, so we were following this training program, which is the Galloway mm-hmm. program, which is kind of like a run-walk hybrid, and um, Jeff Galloway's daughter is, the, uh, at least for the last two races we were a part of, was the announcer, and they do such a great job of they having entertainment, because so there's so many people who are <sighs> a part of these races, mm-hmm. and you know thousands of people for each one so everyone oh, yeah. <laughs> you know you have to be there word of advice you have to be there at 3 30 in the morning huh. to get ready to go but but you know like we always <laughs> we, i feel like we <laughs> we just never get uh, we haven't gotten a lot of sleep before each race yep. <laughs> each time but we're so hyped up oh, for the, the race adrenaline which truly kicks oh, in it it doesn't even matter. Like, I don't know. It's great. Now for the half, I swear we have to. Just so <laughs> in February, we are signed up to do the half marathon, Oof. the princess half marathon. Yep. That and Mulan that's a lot. Now, so our most recent one was the half mar- or the marathon weekend 10K. Mm-hmm. And so like many people in Central Florida, we uh, caught COVID over Christmas. We both had Omicron yep. around the same time. <laughs> At the same time, literally exactly found the same out the time, <laughs> we caught it. We're pretty sure at the same place. Anyway, yep. so that really kind of screwed up our training. Yes, absolutely, it did. That being said, the excitement and the adrenaline and the way that all of the racers and which we I want to make it clear we did test negative before this. We did like test a negative week before. before. Yeah, so we did get in one training run before we went into yes. the actual race, but the way that the um, announcers and the volunteers of run disney hype you up so much Listen, the day those volunteers of are great. we ran the best 10k that we have run in months yep because of the people involved and that was with us having been sick you know 
over Christmas break and New Year's going into this, all of that stuff. So one thing I will say about Run Disney, moving on to our next topic before we like go on a tangent. It's incredible. The volunteers that come out, they have people who and and these are people who are completely volunteering, mind you, set up at different parts of the race with their their um, bells and whistles and signs who encourage you to keep going and who have um, all of these uh, different ways of encouraging the runners to keep going and and the volunteers at the water stations and the medics are just like I mean, it's incredible. I've read so many stories on the Run Disney groups that we're a part of where people were doing like the full marathon and somebody, you know, got overwhelmed by the Florida heat and one of the medics came up on their bikes and they were like, look, I'm going to help you out and I'm going to get you to the finish line. And that medic, you know, pushed them the last two miles and they finished and they got their medal. And it's just such an inspirational thing that like reading these stories is just honestly tear jerking. It's incredible. And, and, and the stories of like, like, I mean, we, when we were running, somebody tripped and yes. hurt their ankle on, cause you go up on the highway. So you're going on these on ramps mm-hmm. while you're running. So mm-hmm. it's uneven and somebody tripped and I can't even count the amount of people who stopped yep. their own races to help this person get back up and make sure that they were okay. And like sacrificing their own time to get pictures or do whatever else they were. Everybody's super willing to just be there for each other. Incredibly supportive. And you wouldn't imagine that. But like Run Disney kind of becomes its own community. Yep. And it's crazy. Yep. And unexpected in every single way. But like you're running and like, you know, you uh, take off at some point and you're guaranteed to hear someone being like, Oh, you're doing great. Keep going. Yep. And it's a, it's a stranger. It's a stranger. And I mean, if we had honestly put more effort into it, we could have made like so many friends and maybe we'll do that in the next race. Oh yeah. I think the half marathon, we're going to need a lot, a lot of support going. Yes. That's a lot of mileage. So (laughs) we'll see. But run Disney highly recommend, which by the way, we will have a segment that we start doing this week, which We've been doing our long runs on Sundays. Yes. And we're going to call it coffee runs. So look forward to that. And if you're a runner, you understand why we're calling it coffee <laughs> runs. <laughs> and we will talk about our, our training and our runs and everything from now on. And it'll be, it'll be great. We'll make that our own thing. Maybe one day we'll do a full. That, that maybe. <laughs> we talked about doing the dopey. Whew. We did. We did. But that was honestly mostly joking. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Dopey runners, like, God bless you. Yes. That's all Seriously. I, I don't know how you do it. Amazing. And also, like, if you were following r- Marathon Weekend this past weekend, uh, this girl, Brittany, that won every single race. Uh, legit. Loser. Olympian hopeful. Like, Man. girl, I hope you make it because uh, for bless real. you. So... Um, there you go. You guys are now pin traders. You're now run Disney athletes. I feel like um, we're choosing like we the, two medals and we're the good things to go. that many people don't choose to do as or like, I don't know about honestly. Yeah. I think you hear about these things and you think like that seems overwhelming, hard to get into, you know, it's like, but it's really not. Honestly, mm-hmm. we were nervous about starting the whole running thing. 
Yeah. Well. Is it raining? I've gotten a couple drips. But I will say, so like one thing that we've learned, like, yeah, I'm getting dripped on. The 5K, for example, people freak out about it. But it's technically a fun run. Oh, the 5K is, I, if you really, really want to do like a run Disney event, I highly, highly recommend the 5K 5K. as like a starting point. There's no time limit. There's no time limit. And even if you like don't, want to get serious about running or and do like the later runs and everything the 5k is totally worth it every time too just it's just a fun event like they make it so fun and even i will say this the volunteers are even hyping you up for that like hardcore yeah it's great yes and i mean so one more tangent the wine and dine 5k that we did was the first disney run run disney run (laughs) (laughs) um since covid so that was the first in-person race that they had done since the pandemic started and just listening to the announcers uh send the first group off and how emotional everybody got was it was pretty emotional i mean it was crazy because you don't expect that but then it's like oh wait this is a different Disney community that you don't know exists. Yep. But it does exist. Anyways, so that was exciting. And so if you have any questions about Run Disney or if you think you could qualify, which 100% anybody who wants to qualify can qualify. Anybody. Um, so I think the guys should talk about things now. For sure. Big, big, big Ice Age fans here. That's all I know. Um, right. It's got to be no room for nuts for me. Number one. Anyways, Disney run uh, coffee runs. Big Sundays. payoff for the coffee tri- runs. Big payoff for the trilogy. So, um, yeah, run Disney is is another one of those Disney things. There's a lot of Disney things that exist that uh, I think if you're a, a hardcore Disney fan, pen trading, run Disney, um, and and things like that, you should definitely definitely look into uh, and give it a shot because there's we we're everyone around this fire here is a lifelong Disney fan that have been going to Disney parks for a long time. And then there's just like these things that just exist out there, uh, that I think you should look into. You guys are DVC members. There's a whole lot of things like that where it's like, you know, you hear about them, you see advertisements, you see whatever, look into them, I think. And then you'll be surprised on how much of an enhanced Disney experience you can have experiencing it. Like running through the park in the middle of the night is something that you can only do if you're participating in run disney you know pin trading uh you you go to a shop and you start noticing pin boards to trade for which normally you would never even look at twice and now you're like oh man look at that pen or look at that pat that pen uh and then there's plenty of ways if you're a person that's looking for community uh that you can join run disney communities pin trading communities dvc communities pass holder communities I would definitely recommend looking into some of those Disney experiences maybe you never have done in 2022. So there you go. Anyways, thanks for joining us around the fire next week. Uh, I think next episode we should go to festival and do food, uh, art festival, do food, food reviews. Are you guys in? Heck yes. We're art festival is our favorite. Sunday, right? We are going Sunday. John. So we might be doing some food reviews on Sunday. So it's starting to rain. Pizza. It's also midnight. Uh, thanks for joining us around the fire for this smorgasbord of topics. Sorry it took us so long. We will uh, see you guys maybe next yeah, week. Set the premiere for Buck Wild. And we will see you first. Don't forget the Ice Age Buck Wild Wild Buck. <laughs>
is uh, coming to uh, Disney Plus. So uh, we'll see you guys at the Edit art festival. That out. to it for this episode of the magical mouse thanks for staying with us for the whole hour as we discussed everything from the walt disney world resort and much more please please give us your feedback on social media we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on youtube magicalmousepodcast.com is where you can subscribe to the show on spotify and apple podcast and you can find us on youtube and all of that 2022 hopes to be a better year for content for us as we finally finally maybe get back to normal with covid and everyday life so we are headed to a bunch of festivals to do some food reviews as we said for youtube and for the podcast plus there are plenty of experiences to experience in 2022 and we'll take some time looking back as well thank you so much for listening thank you for sharing the magic with us this was the magical mouse <laughs>